last time on Gathering of the Ages. Cyrus has told you before that they do not like any non-humans, but they're especially prejudiced towards orcs and half-orcs. You get the sense that it might be a good idea to cover your face. Can we, like, do a really decent disguise to make it look like you're not really half-orc? We just painted you that way? <gasps> yeah, he's a fake, fake. Tom Ravinas! Count your blessings today, for in front of you, for all to behold, is the great Archerilla. <laughs> Sit down, shut up, and go away. Sorry, I'm a cleric of Phrasma, and I was put in charge of these, these mentally ill people. <laughs> Something else on the board catches your eye. Slowly, you reach up to the board and grasp a piece, a piece of paper on there. On the piece of paper you see, it's your face, but it's much younger, and the words written below it read, Wanted for Crimes Against Humanity. Hello! Welcome back. I am the lovable Game Master Spencer Borup, very excited to present to you this fantastic episode. Before we get into it, though, I do have a few announcements. They are kind of boring, but they're very important, so you can either skip ahead or stick around and listen to the important announcements. But if you've been following along, you might know that we are tr we were in the process of transferring our hosting service, our website hosting service, from an old one to a new one. And in the process of doing so, things got a little janky, and certain subscription feeds like Google Play and Stitcher and iTunes weren't updating properly. We've gotten all of them except iTunes to update properly. I do know if you are subscribed to us on iTunes, you will still continue to get the episodes. They just will not show up on the store, on the store page, uh, Gathering of the Ages. The URL has changed slightly as well. Instead of wordpress.gatheringages.com, it is now only gatheringages.com. looks a lot prettier, a lot cleaner up on that URL banner, and we're very excited to finally have the URL where we wanted it. That is where the kinks came from when we changed the URL slightly. If you do go to the old website, it won't be there, so please keep in mind that the new website is gatheringages.com and you'll be able to find everything exactly the way it was. If you want to do us a huge favor, you can email us at podcast.gatheringages.com because I'm still kind of unsure if the email is working or not. So if you do that, shoot us a message on Facebook or comment on Facebook or whatever saying that you sent an email, and if you, we get your email, I will respond to it thanking you for sending the email, and you might even get a little shout-out on Behind the Curtain, which we haven't done for a while, and we promise those are coming back. We've just been very busy lately getting ready for the convention and things like that, just getting the website back up and running. So those will be coming back, and we're excited to bring those back because I do know that we had quite a few people out there that enjoyed those. Last week as well, to get your tickets for Wizarding Days, the convention is on the 23rd and 24th of February. We're going to be there. Like I've said before, we're going to have a giant giveaway, lots of cool prizes, just one giveaway. And it's just going to be a lot of fun. You can support the charities that I mentioned on a previous episode. 
just have a good time, bring your family, come on down, say hi, just have a good time at the convention. Anyway, I think I've rambled on long enough about all my announcements, all my, all my informative announcements today. So without further ado, I present to you episode 43, The Painted Salesman. Welcome back, everybody! Hello! Yay. Hooray. So glad to be back for another exciting episode. When we last left our brave adventurers, they had entered the, t- the city of Tamravina and had found out through Captain Balton Rosrakin that the, a very similar situation that had happened in Ravencrow is happening here mm-hmm. in Tamravina. They discovered that a bleachling had been arrested and had, had begun his interrogation. He'd been interrogated for a while when they found him. And then after that, Captain Rosrakin allowed them to rest up and go around town and things like that in order to, to prepare for their portion of the interrogation. Correct. In on case, our way to the In-N-Out? Yes, on the way to the In-N-Out. So he excused you all to leave, and on the way to said In-N-Out, Parad noticed something on this message board, this notice board. First he noticed the, the, the notice board, and then approached it and found something rather odd hmm. and suspicious on it. Parad's been doing bad things. And like a blast <laughs> from the past. Racketeering. <laughs> Crimes against humanity. Jaywalking. Is what is said on littering. the wanted poster. You've been a Loitering. naughty boy. I don't know if littering counts as <laughs> crimes against humanity. Loitering. Hey, nobody likes a dirty street. Except for orcs. A systematic litterer. Hey, I'm only half orc. <laughs> systematic litterer. <laughs> He puts a lot of thought. He wants it the most seen, the most visible. Yep. Mm. Wants to cause the most chaos with his litter. I just put a bomb in the middle of the road. Jeez. That's how you litter? Yep. That's his littering. No wonder there's a wanted poster out for you. I don't need this bomb anymore. Might as well just throw it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the the guards in Skyrim like chew you out every time you drop a dagger that you don't want anymore. Hey, someone could have tripped over this. (laughs) Right? Before we continue, I really wish that we had been recording before this episode because you guys are all losing your minds this morning, especially mom. I for am some not. Reason. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Don't I sound serious and ready to do the we've podcast? We've tried to start this podcast like yeah, we've I don't know what four times. We are like tried to start this episode four times now. I do not know what they're referring to, you are to s- whom they are referring, because it can't be me. Listen to me. I'm serious and dedicated to this podcast, oh. to bringing you the best sound and entertainment that we can bring you, people. Wow. Thank you for that. <laughs> You sound welcome. like a, a football coach it's over wonderful. there. You should save your speeches for important people. <laughs> I really should. Okay, so Parad sees something that strikes him as suspicious, and he pulls it down off its pins and finds a wanted poster for himself. But what really strikes him as odd is his face is a younger version of his. A younger, sexier version of myself. Uh, I feel like you're a fine wine. I feel like you get better with age. Ouch. So, 
Hey, no, that's a compliment. You're in your prime right now. Are you calling my past self ugly? You two can make out later. I really want to know why Karat's wanted. Are we seeing him pull this poster down? Uh, No, you guys are farther ahead. Only Mm. I have the crazy great perception. He stopped. That's right. I forgot. So in the last episode, you guys are walking. The cart and Trestle Blade's horse are moving along. Min is riding in the cart. Valkar is leading you along at a fairly steady pace. Mm-hmm. Parad stops in his tracks, turns toward the notice board, approaches it, finds the wanted poster, pulls it down off his off its pins, and like a blast from the past, he begins to see this memory that he's tried to repress for so long. Do the music. Parad in his head. If this is playing out like a movie, this would be like a like a flashback, like a cutscene almost. And so Parad is the only one that that really sees this, and he doesn't really see anything. This is more of a memory that he's he's having right now, a flashback to a darker time in his life. We see the city of Tamravina. At night, the lights inside the city have have come on. The torches are burning. Guards pacing back and forth across the wall. And we see a younger Parade kneeling in the dirt. On him, he swear, he's wearing nothing but a simple hood. You assume underneath his, his cloak... He's concealing his weapons, getting ready to do something. Can't quite tell at the moment. Parad scans the city, surveying it. And from behind, a familiar half-orc, one that, that Artrilla and Min would recognize if they were able to see this memory. If we were able to see Parad's flashback. Exactly. So like in the TV show, we're seeing this flashback and this character walks out. So the this audience is that, would know. This <gasps> is that <gasps> moment when the audience is watching. So we see this younger half-orc, or this other half-orc, one that you would recognize as the one that Parad fought in the vision that, that you all saw in Kendra's house. The one where you assume he claimed... His trusted great axe, Betsy. All right. This half-orc approaches Parad and kneels down next to him. He says, What's the plan? Parad looks over his shoulder. And for the first time, you hear this other half-orc's name. All right, Krodzak, this is what we're going to do. This is Parad speaking now. Parad relays the information to Krodzak, telling him what they're going to do, pointing at various locations, pointing to guard towers on the westerly wall of Tamravina. Parad and Krodzak signal and three other half-orcs emerge from the, the wooded area around Tamravina. And by the cover of night, they, they stealthily and silently, very quickly, make their way to the city. Parad 
opens up a sewer grate. The four half-orcs that are with him jump into it, followed by Parad, who closes the sewer grate behind him. They make their way through the tunnels underneath Tamravina and emerge somewhere within the city. Parad looks over to the wall and sees the guard towers that he, he had instructed them to attack. Parad and the other half-orcs quickly make their way to the guard towers. They're all dressed in black and look very unassuming. And for some reason, for some reason, if, you know, people were thinking about this or if people were able to see this, they might, they might find it odd that this group of half-orcs is working together so well. They climb, they scale the wall up to the guard towers, and at the top, there are two guards stationed. Parad and Krodzak simultaneously slit the throats of the two guards watching over the night. They instruct the other three to make their way to the other guard tower. They wave them down. The other three rush down and do the same thing in the next guard tower over. Parad grabs a torch off the wall and begins to wave it back and forth. And very suddenly, you see off in the distance outside of Tamravina, fire arrows begin to be lit as an army of orcs comes into view. They rush the city of Tamravina, laying waste to everything in sight. Somehow, some humans survive and are able to fight back eventually, but they are so caught by surprise that they, they don't even know what to do at this point. When, when it's all said and done and the city of Tamravina is on fire, the orcs make their escape. We cut forward, Parad remembers another moment from his past, and we see Parad approach this very large, very intimidating, full-blooded orc. This orc looks down at Parad, puts his hand on his shoulder, and says, well done. You did exactly what I asked of you. Thank you, son. And Parad's memory just kind of goes after that. And we see Parad standing the in the middle of oh the town square. The, the best part is we're all staring at Zachary like this is somehow his fault. <laughs> and look, he has that smile on his face. That's kind of creepy, especially when he has the dimples, you know? It's really bothering me. It's very unsettling. It's like He's like Macaulay Culkin in The Good Son. <laughs> if anyone's ever seen that. We see Parad standing in this, this square, holding this piece of paper as tears begin to fall on his face as this memory that he's tried so hard to black out has finally resurfaced. 
Oh, so he's not proud of that moment. I was wondering if he was crying because he missed his daddy. <laughs> well, so like you, you don't know. Is, I know. You that's what I'm a little worried about. don't remember any of that or didn't remember any of that until this point? Not going to say anything. His lips are sealed. <laughs> lips are sealed. <laughs> not going to say anything. Well, that's crazy. But none of us wow. know that. So. None of us know. But none of you okay. know that. Wow. So this is, this is for the audience to give them more character growth because we love you guys because we love parade too well i don't know we might I not can't anymore believe he was his father's little right hand man that's kind of <clears> sad well was his dad full orc did full we see orc. that yep. he's yep. full orc full orc huge intimidating so full-blooded orc mm, that's that's unusual <laughs> that's unusual for parade <laughs> to like have that kind of relationship with a full orc parent for like orc, <clears throat> orc culture like they view like the half human side as like weakness. So half orcs are usually pretty they're like the runts of the litter. They mm -hmm. have to work really hard to if they want a, a place in orc society. Ooh, maybe he was trying to prove himself to his father. Maybe that's why I'm so awesome in general. <laughs> oh I mean like don't get me wrong, it's not a picnic on the other side either if they're you're raised by your human side, but it's it's I think it's worse to be raised by your orc parents. They are messed up. So I'm glad you brought that up because it is a very interesting scene that we just saw unfold. Um, and for whatever reason, they attacked the city of Tamravina and just kind of left. Like, they they probably could have kept going. They did enough damage to Tamravina that, that, you, that, they, that you would assume that they would have continued pressing forward, but they just left. They, re they retreated after a certain point. And so so the whole scene probably probably strikes a chord in Parade. Um, let's get inside your head for a second. You and I have been working on this for a very long time. I think we've been working on this since the beginning of the podcast, episode one. It's been an extensive yeah. road. It's been a very extensive journey. So let's get inside your headspace. Parad just remembered something from his past, something that he's tried his hardest to repress. Now he might not have like amnesia per se, but he does his best to not remember these moments. Now that one of these moments has surfaced again, how's he feeling? Well, well. <laughs> We've been, we've been talking about this for so long, it feels weird that we're actually doing it. <laughs> What's going through his head right now? Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff going on. Any specifics, though? So, I think there's uh, mental and physical attributes coming out right now. Because uh, memories can be very, very effective in uh, changing mm -hmm. physical attributes of a person. So, uh, it, it was probably obvious in the memory that uh, I had put in a lot of work to get to that position, and uh, probably a lot of training went went down. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think now I'm just physically drained because the memories of training are probably also coming back. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, like you said, mentally repressing all of these memories for such a long time, and all, all of a sudden just having this very powerful prominent memory from my past just kind of resurfaced just like that mm -hmm. I think that would also put a lot of physical strain on me um, but uh, I don't think he's happy to have that memory back 
Um, I think he's probably angry more than sad. I think he's angry. Mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, maybe he might have had a good relationship with his father. I'm not gonna spoil anything. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, in all honesty, I don't think it ended in such a good, um, in such a good terms, uh, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so because you you did you did just leave. We know that mm-hmm. you just left. Yeah. Your whatever you had going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I think there's a lot of resentment in that relationship, and uh, there might also be some uh, untied threads. In mm-hmm. the whole mix too. Some loose, some loose ends mm-hmm. in the whole mess. Yep. So another thing, as well, um, you do not remember what happened to Crod Crodzak. Your memory. We've talked about this before. Your memory of the moments are a bit of spotty. that. Yeah, they're a bit spotty. You, you blacked out and so seeing that memory come back at Kendra's place of the fight with Krodzak but not seeing the outcome of that how is that affecting you as well because you still don't know what happened you just know that now you you can confirm that something happened mm-hmm. and you left but you don't know anything leading up to you leaving mm-hmm. basically so what how did how is that affecting you as well in conjunction with seeing Krodzak again uh i think i think in a way um i do sort of remember the circumstances of me leaving maybe i don't remember like part of the day that i left but i think i remember um it was my fault that I had to leave, mm-hmm. and which is why I did. Um, so on top of me kind of being the run of the litter and having to work so hard, and then I just kind of ruined it in a, in like a day. It mm-hmm. probably took a single moment that kind of pushed me out of the society. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably also daunting that now I uh, have this face again in my mind um, that was the source of me having to leave everything Mm -hmm. I had built Um, and I also think that in the time that we did know each other we were probably close because he was also a half orc Mm -hmm. um, and we had to work so much harder than everyone around us um, because we were most likely a a hand like a little tiny bit of this huge expansive colony basically Mm -hmm. and we were basically alone in the whole thing so I think we are probably good friends, and now to see his face is also very unsettling. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm done picking on you for now. <laughs> Thanks. But mm-hmm. You are standing in the middle of this square with tears streaming down your face, mm-hmm. holding on to this paper. What do you do with the wanted poster? I'm gonna fold it up and take it with me. You tuck it in your pocket. Mm-hmm. My not-so-bag-of-holding bag of holding. Okay. You tuck it in your boot, like Archilla? Yes. No, only Archilla can tuck things in her boot. In my breast pocket. Okay. So, tucks in the paper and takes it with him, for whatever Mm. reason. Parad, what are you doing back there? Nothing. It's it's all right. Hmm. 
Are you sure? I'm positive. Looks like you're crying over there. <laughs> I've just I just got something in my eyes. <laughs> All right. Too it's very much, hot out here. Too much dust. Mm. <laughs> well, hurry up. We don't have all day. Right. So Parod shuffles along to catch up to the rest of you. And eventually, the five of you make... I did it right this time. The five of you make <laughs> your way Bravo, to, Bravo. to the In-N-Out. I think we're going to call it that. We're going to call it the In-N-Out. It's kind of canon. Canon. Do they have, do they have good it's burgers? <laughs> uh, no. Do they have a? They got they a, a they got a, so we can say it's animal style. They have animal oh, style stew. Uh-huh. They got a nice stew. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They, Volcar tells you it's the best stew in town, but when when you walk in, uh, you you smell the stew and. Uh, if it's no it, bueno. it's, it's it's low standards in mm-hmm. Tamravina if this is the best stew in town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine. The so Ray. nothing like Parad's amazing home cooking is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So you guys. It's a very strict place. <clears throat> yeah. They have crappy food. Volcar Volcar walks up to the innkeep. Um, everybody, roll me a perception check as you Ooh. walk into the inn and as Volcar steps forward. <laughs> What did everybody get? 27. 27. 19. 19. 18. 18. 18. 11. 11. <laughs> what are you doing? Apparently, the smell is disgusting me, and I can't move past it. She's throwing it. up she in the corner. can't focus on anything but I the smell. I cannot focus on that, yeah. Roll a fortitude <laughs> save. <laughs> Cyrus uh, notices that the, the innkeep, his expression changes the moment he sees Volcar. He, he waves it at the rest of you and then Volcar steps in mm. and immediately his demeanor changes as a soldier or yeah from the from the military walks in and Volcar approaches and you don't hear the conversation exactly but slowly the innkeep gets more and more frustrated with everything and then Volcar returns to you and says well it's taken care of I've gotten you a room for tonight. No need to thank me. All right. We won't ball cart. <laughs> <laughs> Call the people the wrong name <laughs> since, since 1992. Yeah. <laughs> Always improving the names yeah. of those around her. It's okay. She does it at home, too. Yeah, it's, it's a mom thing. It's it is spe- a mom thing. Uh, Rutabaga. What is your name? Exactly. Every mom can relate. So he tells you this, and uh, the innkeep looks uh, looks kind of sour. And uh, Valkar says, well, uh, if you need anything, I will be at station at Fort Violet tonight. Um... Not too far away from here. I'm sure you can find your way to it. But please don't need anything. And with that, he just kind of walks out of the inn and leaves you with this sour innkeep and some rather uh, displeased patrons of the inn. Min looks over to Artrilla and says, Ravencrow's not looking so bad now, is it? (laughs) Actually... Yes, it still looks bad to me. <laughs> it still looks bad to me, little man. And this place is none too hot either. So mm. far, I have this has been my lowest journey ever. 
so, in my life. So you would not recommend Ustalav on Yelp? Um, probably not. <laughs> I mean, whatever that is. But I will send um, Carrier Pigeon around to all my friends and not recommend this place highly. <laughs> at all. I'll give it a two stars. <laughs> I thought you said you didn't have any friends. Lo loads of loads of admirers. I'm sorry, I, I miss misspoke. My ad many admirers, followers, groupies, you know, mm. onlookers, mm. hangers-ons. All three of them. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny, Cyrus. You have such a such a of uh, wit. Yeah, I wanted to say something about the wit though. You have such a sly wit. She was too enchanted by his good looks that she couldn't say anything. She couldn't think yeah. of the next words yep. to say. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> anyway, my good man, I presume that you have uh -huh. separate rooms for the males and the females in our party? <laughs> yes. Okay, I know uh, I'd be probably asking too much to have a suite to myself, but A suite? I... <laughs> You're lucky I'm giving you the one room. I can't imagine that you'd really have a suite, so that's why I didn't ask you, really. But yes, me and my good friend Thimbledown would like a room together, and the boys you may put Thimble anywhere. Thimbledown. 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 That's blade. a new one. That's a new one. All right. This is my friend Thimbledown. <laughs> I'm going to go yes. to the bar, bro, and I'm going to offer him some money for the room. Um, he Do slides, we have to pay for this he place? He slides the key over, and as you approach with your money, he, he looks at you and... And uh, his mood starts to change a little bit, and he says, oh, these soldiers, they come in here, they demand whatever they want. They think they can just take, just because they, they run this city, and they protect us. I, I appreciate the money greatly. These are hard times for all of us. Preach, how much, brother! Uh, how, much how much do you give it? him? Uh, I don't know. How much is how much is a room, good man? Uh, he says he says it's five silver pieces for the for the night if for I one room. If I pay you ten silver pieces, can I have a hot bath? I don't see why not. All right, mm -hmm. ten silver pieces to you, my good man. For me and my friend Thimbleberry, <laughs> we would like a hot bath each and our accommodations. <laughs> Here you go, and I slide the money over. All right, thank you. So that's one gold piece, basically. Okay. Ten silver. All I'm right. going to mm -hmm. give him five gold. Five to gold? Pay for everyone's dinner. Five gold yeah. for dinner? Yes. Parad, I don't think the dinner's worth that <laughs> much. Dang. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Are you when trying the room's to cook only in five the room? silver. What? Are you trying to cook mm. in the kitchen? Maybe you're trying to bribe him to cook in the kitchen? Is I'm that why? I'm to make my own food. <laughs> <laughs> I All see. right. Oh, this, oh, I... is, this is very generous of you. Uh, uh, yes. What what can I get you to eat, uh, good sir? Would you mind if I just used your facilities? Um, I I, he enjo is an I enjoy cooking. Cook. It's very relaxing for me. Don't and I... he is an excellent cook. I look at me. Would I travel with somebody who is not a culinary expert? This is my own personal chef. He ignores <laughs> you and goes back to Parade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, as long as you don't burn the place down, I suppose you could use it. All right, well, thank you, good sir. Uh, you're, you're welcome, thank you. Good, we're going to eat something edible, <clears throat> little man. What do you feel about that? Huh? Oh, yeah, sounds great. <clears throat> so, these soldiers. Yes? Uh, tell me more about them. How about their boss, for starters? Tell me just anything you know. On the DL, of course. On the download. <laughs> this is just official 
<laughs> uh, official, official warden business. Warden, warden Min. That's me. That's my name. I'm just doing a sort of low-key investigation into the practices of the Tamravina Guard. Well, what would you like to know? Oh, just anything you can tell me, really. Particularly about their boss, how he runs things. Captain Rosserkin? Yeah, likes, dislikes. Secret fears. <laughs> Well, as far as I know, the man is not afraid of anything, but uh, he likes Ooh, long walks on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pina coladas. <laughs> if you if you are to check out his his dating profile, he says that he enjoys holding hands and taking long walks on the beach. He also has a seashell collection. <laughs> Swipe left. Anything else? <laughs> Well, Captain Rosselkin is a brutal individual, to put it to put it lightly. So he doesn't treat the town folk fairly, or is he mean to you, cruel? Lately the town has noticed that the suspicion of the god rather than pointing outward on the on those dirty orcs has turned inward on the citizens of this town. Well, that is quite rude. <laughs> Their jobs must be very stressful trying to protect this whole this whole country of Ustalav. Oh, my dear Cyrus, you have so much to learn about power and authority and those who abuse it and those like me who cherish and love it. <laughs> cherish and love the power. <laughs> yes. I don't think what they're doing is good, but I'm sure they are under lots of stress. I... I I can guarantee that. We always live in fear of the next orc raid. Then why focus so much energy on the townspeople? Well, I, maybe maybe it's because the Captain Rosferkin believes that strength comes from within. And if we live as a society of... of... well... of criminals, then... We're not much. We're not much better than the than the orcs. Mm. Yes, but you're not criminals, are you? Don't you just? And I whisper to him like really quietly, like just enhance your. And oh, how do I want to say this? Hold enhance on. your lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know. Like to relax. Um, don't you just partake of substances to improve your leisure activities? I know nothing of the sort. Hmm. Oh, I, I beg your pardon. Don't listen to her. She's on pesh. <laughs> I am not on pesh. I just helped make it once. That's all. When I lived among the gnomes. <clears throat> well, uh, what else would you like to know? Uh, just... Um, so this might sound totally off topic, but if you had to guess, what are Captain Rothrickson's feelings on ghosts? Mm. Let's see. That uh, that one's a tough one. Is this a superstitious town? Like Ravencrow over yonder? No. I... Uh, Don't compare us to those backwoodsy hicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's hard to say. Everybody's superstitious of different things. Mm. Uh, we... We believe in... And strength above all else. Compassion and 
and weakness have no place in this city. I mean, take, it the look, take a look at the deities we worship. Ferozma doesn't even have a place here. That's ridiculous, sir. Um, roll knowledge. Can, hmm? uh, I just want to roll knowledge. Like, what gods do they worship here? Uh, go ahead and roll knowledge religion. I do you, don't you don't have, have it. it. You roll so, knowledge I local. Do. do you have knowledge? I don't, you don't, have, that don't have that either. I, have I can that. roll it for you, or he can roll it for you. So, yeah, somebody else. Okay, well, those are the only two that you'd really be able to roll, considering... Mm. Somebody else. This. I'm just very curious. Sixteen? Sixteen. Uh, you know that while Ferozma is not big here... Uh, unusual for Ustalash. Very unusual. Uh, you know that here they worship... They worship uh, four deities in particular. There's four that stick out above the rest. They they worship Arastiel, Gorum, Iomade, and Torag. Oh. <clears throat> Very fitting of a military town. Yeah, military all... Militaristic city. Except for Gorum. Those are all good gods. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very Interesting. An interesting what, point what you bring up. What do you expect up? to learn from this little man? What are you trying to do? It's weird to me that anyone would not worship Phrasma, <laughs> considering she's the one that guides you after your death. Oh, Cyrus, don't be so narrow-minded. Apparently people... You're starting to remind me of the whole of Ravengrow. Hmm. <clears throat> Just curious. Hmm. <sighs> he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of shrugs his shoulders. And... Do you not worry about the afterlife, sir? What do what do uh, people that worship these deities believe in? Um, depends on which one, really. They're all pretty different. It's just Erastiel's portfolio is more community, family, farming, the simple life. He he worships Erastiel. This, this he's, Cameron, so he's keeper. Erastian. So he and Min would like. Oh, they, they would have a bond. They they know they they know Erastiel is all about family and being good, simple, good people living a simple, honest life. Uh, Iomade is all about honor and justice and stamping out evil wherever you can. She's a great human goddess as well, uh, goddess of like humanity and what humanity can achieve because she used to be human. Mm -hmm. uh, Torag, he's more a god of the dwarves. Like other people worship him, but like he's the dwarves' patron god. Mm -hmm. He's all about creation and progress and like for the greater good. He's another good god. He's lawful good. And then Gorum is just all about battle for the sake of battle. He's neutral. He doesn't care about good or evil as long as there is a good fight. So a lot of military people like to pray mm -hmm. for him, pray to him for strength. Yeah, he's he's a simple tavern keeper um, who believes in Rostil. So what would his views of the afterlife be? Uh, if you up with this, if question? he lived a good life, Rosma will send him to a happy afterlife where he can be with his family. Yeah, I think everyone kind of knows Phrasma guides them, but they choose to worship certain mm -hmm. people based on their lifestyle. Yeah, like, worship her or not, like, Phrasma's role is, like, very clear to other people that, that she will eventually judge them. Well, right. thank you, Lore Master. <laughs> and that's what he's gonna tell you. He's gonna mm. say, well, I believe you're just being a, a good person throughout life, and Phrasma will judge me accordingly. Hmm. See, Cyrus, it's, right. it's perfectly fine for simple-minded minded folk like these. You say compassion is a weakness and has no place in this town. 
And Min starts like to raise his voice so other people can hear it. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of somebody from Tamravina. His name was Count Andachi. Does this get a response at all in the town? In the tavern? In the Who is inn? Count Andachi. He used to rule this place long ago and was so desperate for strength to protect this place from the orc hordes, he forsook Desna. Oh, that's right, we did talk about this guy. And prayed to Zan Kuthan. He was so desperate for more power, he didn't care where it came from. And he got it. In the form of Kazavon. What are you implying here? Okay, for those of you listening, wondering <laughs> where this information is coming from, it's been quite a few episodes, but... When you found that portrait in the prison, oh no no no, nope. it's on the Temple the of Phrasma, the stained glass window on the Temple of Phrasma. Count Andanchi's being judged by Phrasma herself, and we had Philip do a little research on Count Andanchi. Took me a minute to remember what you were talking about, <laughs> but I do remember now. So very good point. But he asks you, what are you implying here? That strength isn't everything. You should take a harder look at what you're doing and why you're doing it. Are you speaking to me? Just thinking out loud. He does that quite a bit. But yeah, he did, he did kind of try and make sure that other people in the tavern overheard him. Are I'm you, trying, are you, you. trying to raise suspicion? Sort of. Mm. Is that I just like intention? to get. I just like to get people thinking, yeah. So raise suspicion, maybe generate a little bit of gossip. Hmm. <clears throat> about this weird halfling that came through and started talking about Count on No, Donchi. just about, like, <laughs> the, their situation. The hmm. All right. Hmm. Well, be careful here, young halfling. Oh, he will be. We we watch out for him all, all the time. We take good care of our little men, don't we, little men? I think it might be time to go eat, little men. Come along, little men. Hmm. Okay. And right as she says that, I'm going to burst out the door. Dinner's ready! <laughs> Fabulous! Did I miss something? <laughs> what did you cook? That? What did you cook? I what didn't I cook is the real question. Oh gosh! Oh, this looks like a feast fit for the queen that I am. Thank you, Barad. <laughs> the the real chef comes out waving a wooden Barad. spoon at you. <laughs> what can I slave over a hot stove and for what? <laughs> for this painted man to come in? No, he doesn't know you're painted because your your disguise check is. Yeah, yes. It was off the charts last week. This culinary yeah. masterpiece gone to waste. <laughs> well, the real culinary masterpiece is right here in front of us, and I'm going to start eating. So the the other the other uh, actually roll me a a. Do you have a cook skill? I do actually. Okay, I Way want you to, to roll it. Let's see how good your meal turned out. That's a twenty. Twenty. <gasps> we we right. haven't had a meal like this since the bacon. Bacon days back at Kendra. So, so good, good, delicious days. Uh, Parade, this is delicious. Parade emerges Parade. from the kitchen with with, uh, with several loaves of, of freshly baked bread, and the stew that you smelled earlier. He comes out with that, but he's fixed it up, made it made it better, made it more flavorful, made it edible, and uh, and the the cook in the kitchen actually comes out with him. And and uh, is is serving people, and he looks happy as well. And then uh, once he's once he's done passing out some food, he comes over to your table where you guys are eating, 
and <clears throat> and thanks Parad. He says, "Oh, thank you for helping me in the kitchen today. I uh, I realize now I have a lot to learn." Well, well, I I, I agree, but. So do all of us. We we all have a path that we must follow, and there is growth on every side of it. So hip, I, hip, I hope, Rod. Hip, I hip. hope you can continue your skills, and uh, I'm just going to give him a cup, two gold pieces to help him. Oh wow! You are, you are so generous today. Wow! I feel like I feel like there's some emotions going on behind all this <laughs> generosity. Yeah, is this like guilt? Can I give a little? Money? I feel like. He I is feel like racked with green guilt. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Parad is trying to compensate for, but, for his memory, but also mm-hmm. I would like to point this out. If only these people knew that a half work just did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But question. <laughs> yes. Can I give a little mini soda of Parad? It's uh, not. It's not sure, important, but yeah. it's just a little <laughs> tiny character development. Okay. So uh, after I left. Uh, you can imagine how great orc food is. Ew, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, in a, in a position where I'm just basically a mindless soldier, it's probably even worse. So, uh, after getting tired of eating such crappy food all the time, I just kind of decided I want to be able to make good food because I know it can make other people happy and make myself happy. Nice. This is a new side of Parade we haven't been able to see at Kendra's house. I mean, he's cooked a little bit at Kendra's, but we we were so busy that this is, it's nice to see this generosity. Thanks, Brad. It was delicious. Why, thank you. Mm. You're just endearing <clears throat> yourself to me more, Parad, every mm. day. You are <clears throat> the shield. Oh, we're just going to pat her. Do you think we should go <laughs> try and sell those items that we brought in the cart? I believe that's a good idea, Cyrus. Let's get go. rid of them. Yes. Wait, what time is it? Uh, you guys finish up eating and then decide to go sell. So, so our shop's still, still open? Yeah, Five, okay. easily. Okay. Easily. It's, uh, I don't know, The after your battle, trying to get through the gate. The battle happened in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then uh, trying to get through the gate and everything probably took several hours to get through. The line was so long. And then your whole debacle trying to get through the gate itself. Uh, and then and then meeting with Captain Roster, can you probably have a couple more hours of the shops being open? So like five six o'clock, like Tyler said. About uh no, because I think the shops would close mm-hmm. at five or six, mm-hmm. so it's probably three. That okay. sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That sounds okay. about right. <clears throat> so, uh, do you I ask let's around? Go to one of the armories. Do you good ask man. around? No, to... we're gonna ask you the okay. con- concierge. Concierge. Where should we? Where would you suggest we sell our goods that we have? We have some mighty fine armory pieces and weaponry. Where would you suggest we can get a fair and good price for them? He raises an eyebrow at you, but doesn't say anything. Well, I suppose uh, there is a blacksmith shop down the street. Oh, I don't associate with with much in the way of weaponry and armor. Uh, I am but a civil, s- simple innkeeper. Um, but, uh... The world needs your kind. Simple-minded and simple, simple-hearted. Oh, if anybody gives you any trouble, just uh, pass my name around. These parts, I'm, I'm one of the more respected individuals. Well, I can see <clears throat> why. <laughs> Is that, uh, is that sarcasm no. coming no. off there? No. Okay. Mm. Thank you, my good genuine. man. What was so. your name again? His <laughs> name is Tim. Tim. <laughs> All right. Tim. His yeah, name is Timothy. Who call me 
Tim. Tim. <laughs> Timothy. His name is Timothy. Timothy. Old Timothy, my good man, we shall. Old mm. Timothy back at the in and out. Played, played by Timothy Spall now. Kevin. And he is human, isn't he? I love Timothy Spall. Who is that? Worm tongue. Or, sorry, worm tail. Harry oh, Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. Oh, okay. I love Timothy Spall. He's a great actor. All right. Oh, now, yeah, now, yeah, perfectly, yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah. Just to enter the deeper voice, <laughs> he changed his voice yeah. for this role. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> okay, Cyrus, lead the way. All right, let's go. <laughs> I will try and remember where I'm going. We're going to the blacksmith's hmm. shop. Weren't you listening? I think it's left. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> let's go this way. <laughs> Never mind. I shall take the lead as usual. You guys have fun. He just tells you it's... It's Come just, along, it's Treadleboard. It's just right down the street from the inn. <laughs> Treadleboard. Are you not going with them? Oh, wait. I have to be there to sell the stuff, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I need gold. So, yeah, I'm yeah, going. Yeah, because we're going to split the gold. I'll, I'll split I'll split up after. I've got so, a okay. shop I want to go to. All of you leave and just head right down the street where Timothy instructed you to go. And you, it's not it's not hard to find. You just listen. You slowly hear the, the clang of the blacksmith mm. shop. As you approach, you get closer, it gets louder. And, uh. All right, before we step in, boys, who should we have sell the items? If Marcus was here, I'd suggest him. That was one good thing he was good for. Maybe the only good thing he was good for. I'm not sure. Anyway, hmm. Parad, do you think you can sell these items and get fetch us a fair price? I've, I've got a fine bluff under my belt. I'm, oh, right. I'm sure I can. I think manage. it's diplomacy. Well, bluff and diplomacy would help. Well, it all, all right. depends and on I'm how here, you do it. I'm here to back you up if you need me. Intimidate might even work. I've already <laughs> got kind of an idea, but okay. I need help from Philip and Spencer and probably Tyler. Okay, all right. What is like a decent-sized uh, city in Usulov? Aside from... Kalifas. Okay. So the capital is Kalifas. is the biggest well, city. Well, okay, aside from... Uh, like, Lepidstadt. Lepidstadt, where we're going. Good. Yeah. Tamravina is not small mm-hmm. by any means. It's just not really known for being a city because it's more of a military, it's military. city It's like state. a fort. We'll use Leopardstadt. Okay. Or I'll use Leopardstadt. All right. Okay. So you have a plan then, Pirad. I have a mild plan. All right. Lead the way. We're here to back you up. <clears throat> a little mild plan. A mild a plan. plan. Mild plan. And if that one I've fails, it's, it's, just a, it's just a little bit spicy. <laughs> mild plan. If that one no, fails, I'll do the it's spicy. It's mild, not spicy. If that one okay. fails, I'll take. I'll do the spicy, the spicy plan. plan. <laughs> no, I'm here for and the spicy plan. Spicy plan is pulling out Bessie and growling at him. <laughs> That's intimidating. That's the spicy plan. Yeah. So Parad <laughs> enters the blacksmith shop, and the cart stays outside. It's too big to enter. Um, and uh, you I en- stay outside you enter- with Treadleblade. Treadleblade. Yeah, Treadleblade. <laughs> and what's Min doing? Min is right behind. Parade? He's gonna help guard. Right, right behind Parade. Okay. Well, I'm assuming Parade's gonna bring him out to the to the cart to look at the stuff. And he's really Cyrus. just here for the gold. He has, yeah. he, he's got another shop he's more interested in. So okay. He's here for the gold. Cyrus, what are you doing? The guild. I'm just. I would guess I would go in. Are you going in or are you staying Helping. by the cart? I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna drag him in with me. All right. I guess you're going in. All right. <laughs> It's a new bromance. I mean, I would probably help carry because we have to carry all this well, stuff no, in. He, no, I say we bring him out. I think he just looks respectable. Uh, the way I, I was picturing this, you guys can we... correct me, mm-hmm. but I was picturing Prod was going to go in, um, inform the guy what he had, and then 
bring him maybe out. come back out show him a little yeah. bit okay but so so it's like, up to you whether you want to go in and, and then ask him where he wants to unload it if he buys it so uh so osiris going here, in yeah i would like him to yeah, go in go. just I'll for just the fact that he looks respectable and uh, <laughs> he is a truth teller for the most you look part. like True. you look like a circus clown mm-hmm. yeah. right now uh, yeah. can i get the list of stuff we well, I look but the most. No, human. you don't. You don't need to. You okay. can just. You okay. can just say you say have weapons. Have various, yeah. Right. yeah, and we did have. Some well, I do. I look the most human out of all of us, so that might help. Yeah. A how little bit. how do you look? Is your hood up and stuff still? Or? Cyrus's hood's always up during okay. the day. He tries to look as mo as much human as possible. Okay. Right in, around. Okay. People. Well, after I get the sense of the town, Artrilla's hood is up too. She doesn't really want to stand out in this town. Can. She can tell they don't appreciate her talent. Okay. What was the total for how much we're nope. planning on getting? Can't do. I can't tell you. The GM nope. GM rules. We don't know yet. So just Kay. do your best. So you approach, and it's when you enter, it's close to two thousand. So I'll give you that much. Okay. Well, that's all I wanted to know. Okay. Was yes. What's my goal for this? Okay. If you can get two thousand, amazing. But I doubt you'll get that much. So. So you enter the blacksmith shop and approach. You notice inside there appears to be two people working um and uh roll me roll me a knowledge local okay. on this it's a low dc on this one so you don't need to get Ooh, very high that's 21 um, oh my gosh you're rolling off awesome. so you, too bad we're not fighting you you notice and put two and two together that the older man in the blacksmith shop is the master, and there's a younger boy there who is presumably the apprentice. Mm-hmm. So the master is is teaching him right now. They're working on some sword. It doesn't look the best because you can still tell that the the apprentice is still working and learning and training. And so you enter, and he turns around to greet you. Oh, how's how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) How art thou? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, I'm uh, I'm doing great. It's a good day. Me and uh, me and Conrad over here. Conrad is working on this sword. It looks like a mighty fine sword, sir. Conrad pipes up. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it seems like you have a very worthy apprentice with you today. Have you hit puberty yet? <laughs> have the old stone dropped, my boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know if I can leave it or not. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we're here to we're here to sell some provisions that we've acquired. Oh, uh, what what provisions would those be? We have some mighty fine weapons and chainmail from the the city of Leopardstadt. If if you're into that sort of thing, but they're crafted very nicely, and I think they would suit you nicely to sell again. We're just here to get some profit out of them. Uh, roll me a Wait, bluff Wait, and I start check. singing by the thing, because I can hear you bluffing. Mm-hmm. I start singing, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Roger with pink hair. Uh, go ahead and roll your bluff check. 
Parade. Miss Rogers, Mitz, if you excuse please. Me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Gotta be oh. PC here. Yes. Gotta be P PC. UPC, bro? That's a 20. <laughs> Holy shnikes. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Did you add my two, too? So it's no, like 27. It's 27. 27. You came down from Lippitstadt, eh? Uh, well, how did you come across these items, might I ask? Well, we were part of a larger group, and we thought we'd bring some defenses with us, but now that we're in this mighty fine town, we seem to have no need for them anymore, and we have separated from the rest of our party, and it just seems like they're, they've gone useless and might just collect dust. Not he looks bad. at you. Nice. He looks at you and, and uh, kind of suspicious. Hey, it was a 27. No, 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 no. Okay. No, let me say what I want to say. I'm first. sorry. I just wanted to uh, remind uh, you, GM. I know. <laughs> he looks at you and he says, they didn't die, did they? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, all right. All right. We just okay, finished good. our business mm. together. Good, good. Okay. Uh, it's bad luck to take armor from a dead person. Uh, but w uh, without further ado, uh, just show me what you got Min out there. scrubbing blood <laughs> off of the armor. Like, <laughs> oh, you don't say. <laughs> and we just lead him out. You take him out. You, you lift up the tarp. Slightly, so you can get a good look at it. And me and Trestle Blade <clears throat> are doing the Vanna White thing. You know, here's here's a lovely battle axe, and <laughs> this is some shiny chainmail, large size. Are you guys <laughs> really doing this? Like, like, are you, are you being flashy with this? Or are you trying to be more covert with this? <laughs> no, I'm trying to sell it because you know he said I'm just holding it up for him. I'm not being that dramatic. So you pull out a couple yeah. things and let him yeah, inspect them. Trestle Blade's okay. probably very bewilderedly trying to follow her lead. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. hold your hands like this. <laughs> I yeah, guess. Exactly. Smile, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'm just trying to sell the merchandise. So yes. Blood-stained armor. <laughs> he he. No, because me and you would have pressed the Pressed Yeah, you guys. We you guys would have done that. that. So he looks With at Matt. the. He looks at the the weapons that they've pulled out. Kind of rolls them over in his hands. He looks underneath the tarp at the armor. The chainmail in there. Well, uh, this all looks rather old. Yes, sir. They're antiques. antiques. Valuable. Antiques. Hmm. Everybody likes antiques. Something hmm. that's been through the war. Been through a war, you say? Oops. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. You're going to have really to give me a great battle it. or something. <laughs> I don't know any battles. But it could have been it, through. I'll, I'll, it's like, all right. You I'm, don't have I've to. I've got to back up in There's case. There's so right. many wars. Okay, that it could be any war. If you, if you people, are really going that route. People love to own mm. armor that's been... You know, that's been... The you know, war. Name some of our companions, mm. Parade. Our Cyrus famous just... companions that we we traveled with. Mm. Well, we there acquired. was... Biggie Little Sport and uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga of the Caliphus Gagas. Surely you've heard of her. <laughs> so he he's thinking for a second, and well, I do suppose I could get something out of this. I I will need to turn a profit. Uh, oh, we understand that, good sir. Oh. Be rather difficult to sell these to the gods. I'm trying to. Oh, think. I think not. Hmm. Who could I sell them to? And he's he's thinking. Excuse me for one moment. And he enters the blacksmith shop once again, and presumably to talk to his apprentice. Maybe they're coming up with a plan what to do with this after they sell it. And he comes back out and he says, "All right, I I think I think we've got 
someone in mind that we can sell this to, but, uh, the, the gold on their end is, is not as high as perhaps the god, the god's gold would be. Um, so in order to turn a profit, I could buy it off of you for 600 gold pieces. We were. Um, and I'm just reading to you, so you can't see. Go higher, go higher. That's, an, that's interesting. Um, hmm. Well, we did pay for these as well, and we'd probably have to go about. How much higher were you thinking? Let's do. Could you possibly do. Hmm. You can tell. Well, nine. My good sir. Well, okay. My okay, good we sir. Didn't, we didn't discuss. You are not just just buying armor. You are buying the name with the armor. Everybody knows a great name carries weight, and people love to have that behind them when they're standing at the battlefront. <laughs> to know that Gregory the Great wore this to the Battle of. Siam! <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, uh, I've never heard of any Gregory the Great, but... Uh, oh, he's or Siam. so famous. Or Siam. I, <laughs> I am a researcher of famous battles. Oh my see my gosh. volumes? And I pull out my two journals. See the volumes I've written? It's, look, look, see the great battles? And I flip it really fast so you can see. I've, I've been along with them. I'm their correspondent. I'm their recorder. Roll me a bluff check. Totally. So through all of this, Cyrus is like <laughs> completely quiet, standing kind of back off to the side. Not Twenty-one. You're not like, really doing much. Like a bouncer. <laughs> no, he's 21. staying out of it as mm -hmm. best he can. Twenty-one. Um, where was I going? How much were you? Or he he says, "Well, I could tell that my offer was not good enough." Oh, it was it was entirely too low, my good sir. I understand you need to take a profit, but this stuff is worth. Easily 5,000 gold pieces. <laughs> what? what? And we want a mere 2,000. Shut up. Shut up, <laughs> Phil. Shut up, Sorry. Phil. <laughs> 2,000. And I kick men. <laughs> 2,000 gold pieces. A mere 2,000. A mere 2,000. I can see that you're a shrewd bargainer. How about we, well, we, well. we meet halfway and go 1,500 gold pieces? That's still too high. I'll do, I'll do nine hundred. How about one thousand, good sir? Meet me halfway. I feel like I'm practically giving this to you. Nine hundred fifty. That's my final offer. Take it. Take How it. How about nine hundred and sixty? <laughs> take it for the love of a rust. You'll take it. <laughs> Roll me a diplomacy. Ooh. <laughs> 25. <laughs> I suppose I could part with 960. And a bargain you are getting, sir. And I hardly shake your hand. <laughs> so, Godric thinks for a second. Alright. I suppose we have a deal. Conrad! And Conrad comes running out. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, fetch my. Fetch, fetch the gold. For these lovely tradesmen. And Conrad runs back inside. Uh, takes a few minutes. But as he's while he's doing that, uh, Godric asks you if you'll help him unload. 
And so while Conrad's doing that, you guys are all unloading the cart into the blacksmith shop. And uh, you wait for a few more minutes, and Conrad comes running out. Uh, here you go, sir. Thank you, Conrad. And here you go. And he hands the gold to Parad. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. And with you, good mm -hmm. sir. And I'm going to shake his hand. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, congratulations, everybody. You just received 960 gold. Woohoo! Hooray! Hey. That's 240, unless we're splitting it with Trestleblade. Um, I offer to give her some, and she says no, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she brought along her own money, and she wasn't part of the adventure. I offered no. to give her a tiny bit. She doesn't want it. Okay. She she has some savings. She <laughs> Spencer thought about it for a minute. She's she like, actually, she actually like she actually has quite a bit of gold left over from her her deputy funds. Well, and I'm sure she like sold her house and sold some of her mm -hmm. things and stuff before she left. So she's uh, probably better off than we are. Spencer's so, like, how badly do I want to make them regret this NPC? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys got nice hefty profit. Off of some armor, and taken off of dead people. So <laughs> well, bad luck all around, everybody. Um, Godric, good day to all of you. I wish you the best of luck in whatever you hope to accomplish here in Tam Ravina. Can you okay, can you uh, direct me and my my lovely gal pal here to the nearest feminine shop of soaps and perfumes? I don't even know if they'd have anything like that here. <laughs> like, I know. You know so where tell you are, that. right? Yeah, you do, do know where you are, right? So tell me what I what's the closest I can get to something like that to take with my hot bath. Um, there's probably like smelling salts or something that you could purchase around here. Okay. But that's about it. Like I don't imagine there's. Six... Is there a herb shop, perhaps? Yeah, there's a herbalist. Okay, so we're my, my good friend Treat Sweet. Let's wander <laughs> over to the herb shop and get some lovely herbs, maybe some lavender for a hot bath. It's... And we'll see you boys later. And I leave. Okay, and hold on. I go. <laughs> hold on. Oh, hold on before I can before go. you go. Okay. Because um, I thought he wanted. As to you shop turn me. to leave and go your separate ways, we won't mm -hmm. role play the rest of this. But I did want to role play the selling of the armor just so we could kind of show listeners how if they want to do something like this they can they have they have kind of a a better knowledge how to do the the role playing for a situation like this so we might we, we probably won't do this for every big sell you guys have but we will but this allowed people to to see how it's done if they do want to do something like yeah, this yeah because sometimes own the shopping's fun yeah to haggle mm -hmm. so as you guys turn to leave and go, you're going to split up. The guys are going to go back to the inn, I'd imagine. No, the girls are going back to the inn. The girls are going back to the inn to have a hot bath with lavender. Uh, I thought you guys were going to the herb shop real quick. Yeah, then going back then to going the hotel. Then going back to the inn. So what are, the, are the guys just going straight back to the inn? No, Min's going to go look for a shop where he can buy some scrolls. Are you taking anybody with you? <laughs> Uh, anybody want to go? I don't think <laughs> I'll follow him in. Okay. Okay. I'll follow him. He's the handler for the day. <laughs> Good, because I need your help with something. Okay. So you guys all turn to leave. I need all of you to roll me a perception check. I'm going to roll trestle blades as well. Natural 20. Natural Dang. 20. Okay. 22. You said perception? Yep, mm -hmm. yep. So 30. Oh, 25. Ooh, you passed me. You have 30? You have 30 for perception. 
That's yep. awesome. 22 for Ardrilla. 30. Who has 30? Me. Cyrus does. Well, I rolled a natural 28. 20. 28. Cyrus, as Godric and Conrad turn back into the blacksmith shop, uh, Godric puts his arm around Conrad's shoulder and says, Well done, my boy. This will go a long way to help the resistance. And the two of them walk back into the blacksmith Wait, shop. Ooh, and you just you hear that. You just hear this. Whoa. You just hear this as you're leaving and and it just kind of strikes you as odd. And so <clears throat> did you want to role play anything? Rebel scum. With shopping or anything or do you just want to do that off air? Uh just shortly ask for a scroll. <laughs> A scroll a, a of very what? specific scroll. What scroll are you looking for, Min? Well, so I go in and <laughs> so I go in. And who, who do Aren't I? Aren't you going to answer Cyrus's question? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll explain later. <laughs> um, Glad you I'm just walk in and it's this older man in uh, this magic shop. I guess that's kind of what it would be, mm. and uh, he's wearing traditional like wizard robes when you walk in. Oh. A uh, so. wizard, I see. Yes. Ah, uh, so. Hello. You're a wizard. Eh? Uh, you walk in. I, <laughs> I imagine you. I imagine you, you walk in. <laughs> imagine you walk in and you stand up next to the counter and you you say something. Oh, yes. Uh, who's there? Yeah, hello. Because you can't even see. You can't even see man underneath <laughs> the counter. <laughs> then like climbs up onto the counter. And oh, on it. oh gosh. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, hello, child. Hi. How can I help you today? Oh, just uh, first, let me say how grateful I am. This store is here. It's so hard to find people in Ustav that appreciate a good spell. Am I right? Oh yes. So it's this is kind of a random spell. I under, completely understand if you don't have it. It's just sort of. I, I'm planning to play a little joke on a friend of mine for his birthday. <laughs> Do you have a spell of ghostly disguise? All right. Here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Percentage Here's dice. Here's what Percentage we're gonna do. Dice. Fifty he does. Below fifty he doesn't. Oh please. Fifty fifty. Have this. 50, 50 My whole jazz. plan falls apart if it doesn't. Wait, you know what? Should I roll it in front of you guys? Sure. Yeah, go okay. for it. Here we go. Let's we'll keep him right, honest. Right in front of you. I can't even remember what he said. <laughs> 88. Eight. All right. There we go. Yeah, okay. it. Oh, well, let me think. <laughs> oh, yes, I think I do. Got your whole inventory in your head? That's really impressive. <laughs> it's a small shop. It's a spell. <laughs> No, recall inventory. Recall inventory. <laughs> <laughs> Made by, mer uh, developed by merchants in late 1500 AR. <laughs> oh, let me have a look. Uh, what, what did you say it was again? Ghostly disguise. Ghostly disguise. Oh, let me see. Here we have. No, that's not it. Uh, oh, oh, here it is. Yes, oh, we do have it. Oh, yes. How much is this? 150. 150. It's a level two spell. Oh, yes. I uh, can part with this for 150 gold pieces. Here you go. You are such a sucker. You're not even going to bargain with him. And here's an extra <laughs> five if you tell nobody I was here. Oh, mm. I see. I suppose we can... I can keep my lips sealed. I am but a simple old man. Nobody... 
nobody will believe in the ravings of a lunatic anyway. And he gives you this like, huge <laughs> smile. Oh, like I that. like this guy. What's his it's name? Like, it's like Min's fine <laughs> seeing himself in the future. <laughs> What's his name? Bjorn. 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 You're a good man, Bjorn. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. What was, your, what was your name before you leave? Mitra. Mitra. Oh, very nice name. Yes, sir. Very nice to meet you. Us castles have to stick together in this place of Oost love. Mm-hmm. Well, have a good day. Hey, <laughs> 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 yeah. give him the wink and the gun. All right, come along, men. Let's go. <laughs> so you all... It's Mitra. Thank you. You all return to the inn. You all meet up. Um, Artrilla and Trestleblade are probably up in their room. I don't know. Do it. Who knows what? We're not gonna. They're giving each other many petties. Many petties. <laughs> braiding each other's hair. Stuff. Having a pillow fight in our jam jam. Uh, I like, highly <laughs> doubt Artrilla would let her touch her it's hair. Like all that stuff that nineties oh, movies know, thought women herself. did when no one was watching. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're doing. That's not. Yes. <laughs> I think we're just soaking in our baths and talking, talking to each other, learning. You know, talk. I'm trying to get more information out of her. And, okay. Nanny's yeah. yeah. just such a oh, cutie. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Two women. Just talk to each other about something that did not involve a man, and our podcast now officially passes the Bechtel test. Yay <laughs> for us! Yay. What? I don't, know. I don't even know. Google it. Google what it. Thing is a Bechtel test. Google it. I have no idea. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving, moving on. on. Uh, what are the What are the rest of you doing? What are the guys doing? Mm, probably. It's later now. The stores right. have probably closed. Thinking about at this what point. we're going to do tomorrow, we have to. Are you in your room or are you in the tavern? It's probably dinner time too. So I, hmm. if you guys want, you're probably Ooh, eating dinner. Are you dinner. cooking again? Yeah, are you cooking we again? Uh, maybe we're not cooking, but I'm probably talking with the chef. Okay, so you're talking so with the chef. So are the smells coming upstairs? Yeah, probably. Yes. Okay, then I'm getting dressed and coming down. Okay. I can smell well, okay. your cooking. Let me rephrase that. I'm probably not cooking solely. I'm probably helping, helping him, him cook. But I can smell the difference, so I'm coming downstairs okay. to eat. So, okay, here, I'm going to lay out this Plus, scene. Plus, I want to talk to you guys about what we saw Min earlier. has to go up to the room and ask not to be disturbed for two hours. Oh, you're learning the spell. Yeah, I need okay. a two-hour window. Are you going to do it after dinner? No. Do, mm. do it before dinner so that it's done. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it before dinner. Okay. Okay. Because wouldn't we have, I'll have a late so dinner, like at a, seven or eight? Yeah. I got to roll okay. a spellcraft yeah. check to see if I just waste the scroll or if it, or, okay. or if TikTok learns it. So um, Let's do it right now. Okay. Let's do it on air. This is fun. So Min... Over the course of two hours, chants this weird ritual as he powders the scroll into bits and pieces, turns it into a brew. This and is then the has weirdest to mechanic. Shoves it in into TikTok. Force feed it to TikTok. Open this wide. This is the weirdest mechanic. He has like a spear. He's like shoving it. <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> Open your beak. This means like here this comes will be the over train. Before you know it. <laughs> here does comes the does, train. Does Buckbeak? I almost said Buckbeak. Oh my gosh. Buck does Buckbeak enjoy? No. Does what TikTok. is your little TikTok. TikTok? Does does TikTok enjoy your little scroll spells? Do they taste delicious? <laughs> he doesn't like it. He thinks I'm trying okay. to drug him. Uh, <laughs> have you drugged him before? No. Oh, Maybe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Roll, roll it up and see if he likes okay, it. Okay, here we go. Let's see if it's he eats the spell. Let me mechanic. double check real quick what that check is again. Hang on. It's. So if he throws it up, you don't get the spell? Is that the mechanic? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. 
if he eats it, he gains it. If he doesn't, then he loses the spell and the <laughs> scroll is so lost. Weird. And Min just wasted 150 gold. <gasps> yeah, it's... Oh my gosh. So how really have to roll. Guys, it's a DC 17 spellcraft check. You have to buy check. a new scroll. It's DC 15 plus the spell level. Try it's a level again. 2 spell. And what's your spellcraft bonus? Uh, I cast Guidance on myself, so right now it's a plus... Eight. And you eight didn't ask me for eight. help? You didn't ask anybody for aid on I, this? I don't think it's something you can. Like, it's oh, a very okay. involved two-hour ritual he has to do by himself oh, to concentrate on. All right, so. so you're concentrating in the room for two hours. For two hours. Two hours with guidance. You got a plus eight. Two hours I am never going to get back. So if I roll below a nine. Here we go, guys. Jeez. I know. I'm, this is I'm intense. like nervous for you. Oh, oh it's a ten. Hey! Min feeds the spell to TikTok and he learns comes running down the stairs for dinner and celebration. <laughs> what spell was it? Ghost Ghostly Disguise. Ghostly so do you disguise. tell us when you come to the table quietly that you learned a new spell? Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. Little man, what are you planning on doing with this little little spell you learned? Come here, I'm gonna tell you. All right. Tell Everybody you. lean in close. I wanna do this off air though, so that we <laughs> Oh, I do. Okay. I want. I okay. want to tell you guys off air what my plan is, just so okay. we don't give okay. it away. So cut right. all this out. <laughs> so we've all got our heads together. Okay, cool stuff. The audience. So get to know. while you're getting, while you're settling in for the night, getting ready for dinner, um, uh, I did want to. I did want to talk to Cyrus for a second. Tyler and I have Howdy. been discussing things. So let's get in. Cyrus's headspace. We know it's a dangerous place. We know that you grew up for however long here in Tamravini. Here as a child, you were taken away by Father Grimborough after something terrible happened. Correct. Now, after that, we don't know anything about you. But, um, have you ever been back here other than this time before? Yes, Cyrus has come back. Uh, one main time he came back, uh, after he lived with Father Grimborough for, uh, a few, a few years, I mean, until he was older and more, uh, ready to go on his own. He left Father Grimborough and he came back to Tamravina first initially, um, to kind of revisit his old home and try and figure out, uh, more about his past. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, now you said when, when they were trying to bluff this, this blacksmith that you were standing off in the back. Yeah. You spoke to me about this before, but let's let everybody in on the secret now. All right. So after what happened last episode with the whole bluffing, like trying to get into the city debacle that did not work whatsoever. And... <laughs> and Cyrus tried to, I, don't, I don't remember that at all <laughs> and Cyrus ended up trying to lying and he brought his own deity into it lying about his deity to get into the city um, he's regretting that now uh, and he feels bad and he realizes that didn't work and he uh, he's trying to repent towards Phrasma for for doing that and in so he is planning on making what is called a vow of truth Ooh. Uh, so monks are able to make uh, different vows, and what they do is as long as they keep the vow, they get an extra point in their key pool, so it gets an extra use of an ability essentially. Okay, a day. cool. Um, um, are monks at all like 
paladins where if they go go against their deity per se, do they lose key abilities? They have to be lawful. They have to be lawful. Monks always um, so lawful. what happens yes. if they break the, the vow? They do they just lose that key pool point or are there more repercussions? For breaking the vow. For breaking the vow, I think you just lose that key pool point. Yeah, you okay. just lose your key just pool point. Just lose the key pool point. All right. So if you, so that's good to know as far as monks go. If you do anything unlawful. Oh, I get an extra every five levels. So I get one now. You don't have a key pool yet. Yeah, yes, he does. I do. Third level you do. Oh, it's a third mm -hmm. level? Yep, it's a third level thing. So the oh, vow are you, are you doing the increases. Unchained Monk? Yes, yeah. he's doing Unchained Unch Monk. Okay, yes, that's yes, why. Yes. Unchained gets it a, or a level earlier. Because vanilla monks are so broken the wrong way. That the wrong way, yeah. <laughs> that it's so difficult to play them. So Yes, regular is four. So he but... is doing, he's doing the Unchained Monk, and since we are... But anyways, mm -hmm. I am not allowed to be deceitful in any way or lie. And if... Oh, crap. And <laughs> if someone... Uh, I can't use you then. <laughs> well, if someone approaches me and lying, uh, or I mean, if telling the truth would like deal damage to the party <clears throat> or some way, I'm allowed to remain silent, but I cannot be deceitful in any way. You don't know this yet, Min. Min doesn't know this that he's taking this vow. We're he's just, gonna hate my idea. We're just <laughs> doing this, so. If you are asked a question that will bring harm to you or the party, you Correct. remain silent. Right. Okay. Um, so he's planning on doing this in the morning when he's uh, going to pray for his regain his spells and stuff from Frozma. Because he's planning on getting a truth spell Okay. for the upcoming events. Okay. But so looks like we got kind of a plan in place for the upcoming interrogation of the Bleachling. I'm terrified to know what Min has going on inside his head, <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna set the scene real quick. Uh, did you did you go back to the kitchen after talking to them, or did you come to them at all? Uh, or are you still over by the kitchen? I think I think we'd still be cooking. Okay, are you in the kitchen? Or are you kind of by the doorway so you can watch once, your party and talk to the cook? I think once we started talking, we would have came and got you and said, "Come on, bro, we got a plan." Yeah. Okay, so that. you're back at the table now. Okay, mm -hmm. so the the five of you are all seated around one of the tables, and dinner is served. The cook comes out and and. Uh, Thanks Parade again for the tips and the tricks, and it smells better this time. <laughs> and you actually notice that there are more people in the inn because of it. Maybe because of that, maybe because of whatever, but for the most part, looks like the food is drawing people in, so there are more people seated at the different tables. Hmm. As you begin chowing down on the stew and the the bread, that's basically all they serve here. Stew and bread every night. Uh, Yummy. That the door. A, that's good in this time period. It is, yep. Very hearty. Very hearty meal. So the so you guys are eating, you know, relaxing, taking it easy after your your day. The Especially after everything that happened earlier that we've talked about. Before, the battle and everything that has happened. Um... And uh, while you're seated around the table, the door opens up and you feel the, the cool night air blow through the inn. And you hear 
you hear the tavern keeper. Oh, hello! Good to see you today! How are you? And in walks a soldier. Someone you haven't seen before. Someone only Cyrus recognizes. Wait, what? We'll see you next week! Uh, what? <laughs> With our heroes having acquired a large sum of money from their sale, come back next week to find out what they blow it on. See you then.